0: You are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thanks, everybody, for joining me for another episode. Um, today's topic we're gonna talk about is, you know, staying with family. Or, family issues. Um, I was up in my room and I was thinking about this show, so this might be a little rush. Uh, just bear with me, people, and we're uh, gonna enjoy this ride. Um, as I said. Stand with family um, In recent You know You're on YouTube or anything of that nature right now You have a whole bunch of stuff going on With people talking about um, What the hell They're just talking about bull crap about Black folks you know, How we can't get along with one another And a lot of times You know It is true you can't get along With your own kind 'Cause you know, they'll mess you up. They really they will. Excuse me, they'll mess you up real bad. And um that's really what is going on right now that people messed you the hell up. You know, and now you can't really work with other black people. It's gonna be like a little mix in there, so bear bear in mind with me, people, bear in mind. First part I'm I'm gonna talk about is the black people period. And I know this is an old subject, you know, everybody get tired of talking about it, oh my God, he ain't gonna talk about this. But no, this is my story, my twist on it from my perspective. Um uh it's a lot of stories that concur with this about the crab in the basket mentality, things of that nature to go on. And in my own personal life that has happened to me uh Just all the time, you know, dealing with different isms, favoritism, and all this stuff, and netism, and all this crap. And, uh, it is, you know, uh, one particular story, in particular, is my cousin and I. And, uh, my wife brought, came up to the room, she brought her phone, showed me a picture of my cousin. And, uh, me and my cousins, we about six months apart, right? So, uh... Growing up I was always In this dude's shadow Um it's nothing that this dude can not do Yada 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 get this That and the other And the third right But um like I said recently over the years Um Dude wasn't looking too good But growing up It was hell I mean I'm gonna tell you If y'all I'm not the only one That got a cousin Or brother I mean it's worse with your brother with your brother or your siblings or sister or whatever but when you got a cousin I mean you can kind of deal with it because you ain't got you know you can come and go as you please but when you do hear it it really does affect you it hurts you a lot dealing with people in your family grandparents you know your own mom you know if it, if the child is your mom or your brother of your of, of, is, is the child Is the nephew to your mom or your dad. I meant to say. You know and and your parent. That mother or father picked that person over you. It's really like a slap in the face. like I came out of you. But you're going to pick this loser. And And basically what it is. Is a loser type of mentality. Dealing with people. So growing up. Um. With that type of mentality You get tired of that bullshit You really do You get really really tired of it It got so bad to the fat people that I had Moved away I really did I, I moved away uh, To get away from certain people Because I got tired of their ass Really got tired of them <laughs> And um, You know it hurted me You know it hurted me a lot to love people who was unlovable. And when you're dealing with people unlovable, I mean, you're not going to win. You might as well just going to say, yep, it's over. Well, forget this. I'm out. For F this, I'm done. But, you know, my cousin, everybody was like, yo, hey, he's the chosen one. He going to be this and that and other. You know, and really, it really wasn't what it, it turned out to be. And the same thing goes for my sister, you know. Yeah, my sister was supposed to be the chosen person. My chis- my sister's a piece of crap. And um, you know, I had to deal with that. I mean, like I said, again, is is as I said earlier, is okay to deal with one or the other at a time when we had to deal with one of both simultaneously. That is a kick in the ass. That's what I had to deal with with my sister and my cousin. From my mom's side, her mom liked my sister. From my dad's side, he liked my nephew. So it's like, my mom wasn't, didn't play favoritism. Straight up ass-whipping, got ass-whipping, no favoritism. That was it. But the family played favoritism. So I suffered through it, suffered through it. And like I said again, over the years... I went through a lot of emotional problems dealing with that crap because I always felt like I wasn't worthy. I always felt like I did something to them. And most of the majority of the time I spent my life trying to love these people, which was, again, as I said, at the top of the show, unlovable. So long story said, you know, I can go deeper into it. I think I probably will touch on it a little bit. Um. What really got it for me was the, after my father died and I had my son and, no, well, that's really, that's just a little bit. But my son went to see my grandmother and my grandmother looked at my son like, huh. you know, that really was the it. Now with my dad, I can deal with him when he did it, but my grandma did it to my son, and it was like that. Like, oh shit, no, not you too, but yep, you too. And from that day on, I never laid eyes on my grandma again, and I and I knew right then. And you know the funny thing about it, people, my grandfather told me before he went to be with the Lord or went into the afterlife. He told me that he said, you know. He said, Q, you know, a lot of people don't love you. People you think you love don't love you. Straight out of the blue. This dude said this to me. And at first, when he said it, I'm like, huh? No, he, no, he maybe he's just talking wrong, but he was telling the truth. And the truth paid out. And when I say that, family do you wrong? Hell, yeah, family do you in it. And again, What the white man couldn't do I can tell you this much here The black family Or black people They can do it to you And so This thing about what I was saying about Can you stay with your family And My answer to that is no Right now I'm an island unto myself You know I try my best to, to work with people When I start seeing the shadiness I'm out See ya I don't have time to be bothered with you. I'm a ghost. Yeah, you're gone to me. I don't, uh no, nope, not, <laughs> nah So, I don't be bothered with that With that garbage like that. And, uh, again, uh, I know that I'm not the only one that went through that. And I know there's brothers and sisters out there that goes through this every day. I'm telling you, look, you don't have to be bothered with the, these toxic people. They're very toxic. But they tell you to your face, hey, man, you need me. You need to be doing this. This is what you need to go through. I'm family. You know how I am. You know how it's going to get down. But you know what? When people do you wrong and they do you like that, you can't get that shit back. You know, have you ever had something that you've been waiting on? Like, man, I'm waiting on this. waiting on this. Damn, I'm waiting on this. This, 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 this is it. Only to have that, that shit just snatched from you. Then you got people telling you, hey, man, my bad. My bad, man. I ain't know that happened like that, dog. My bad. You know, and you sitting there looking like a damn fool, empty-handed, with nothing in hand, just, just, just my bad. You can't get back with my bad. But you know what? Your family does that all the time. Oh, and we could talk about so-called friends or fair-weather friends. That's true, but this is about fair-weather family. Folks that come in out the rain doing stuff to you consistently. I mean, they consistently do stuff to you. They don't give a damn. I mean, they just, I'm just going to screw you over, up, down, all around. Just going to get your ass. And... That's just, you know, to them, that's it. Um, Another story about that recently, my mother-in-law had um, went went into the hospital, right? And uh, for a long time, like I said, and this is why I said people have always tried to do wrong. Can you be with your family? Now, my wife and I been through some ups and downs. I mean, seriously, me and this woman has been through some shit. I'm just gonna throw that out there for real. I know most people must say hey, he's cussing too much. No, really, me and this woman have been through some shit. And this is this is why I'm saying this type of shit is a is an acronym. It's shit means suppressive harmful treatment. That's S-H-I-T. Periods in between it. Suppressive harmful treatment or thoughts. And that's what me and my wife been through a lot. A lot of shit. Now, it's the regular shit, that whatever it is, but this is the shit that's oppressive, harmful, being suppressed all the damn time. Every time you turn around, it's some bull crap. And, you know, I told my wife that I said, you know, why, you know, I don't deal with her family to a point. I said, most of these clowns in there, they just ain't worth dealing with. Especially her mom. I said, your mom is just, she ain't she ain't right. And I know she, she had you, but she ain't right. And this situation reminded me of a previous relationship prior to me being with my wife. And her mom was like that. And for some strange reason that most of the black women, not all the black women that I date, but most of the black women I dated, mothers were bitter, wretched, evil ass motherfuckers. I mean, they, I think they came from devil spawned themselves. And that just because they ain't effed up their life, here they come with that shit to their daughter. And so the daughter is paralyzed. Now, the reason I say it's paralyzed because the chick I was involved with before I met my wife, she was paralyzed. Did I believe the woman loved me? Yes, yeah, but her mother paralyzed it with fear. All kind of shit, this, that, now, and the third. Now, mind you that. Um, back in the nineties, you know things or whatever. You know I had my job, man. I was blessed with a home. You know, I think I had a little going on, right? But that wasn't good enough for the mother because the mother had other motives. Her mo was, I need some. I need you to take care of me and my daughter. And I wasn't fucking the mama, so why should I have to take care of her? Now, the mama looked good, but all due respect, I stayed with the daughter. Now, if I'm, I'm going to pay, now someone said this, and this is one dude told me, and I'm saying I agree with this coldheartedly. If I'm going to pay your bills, I'm going to F you and your daughter. So it's going to be like that. So it ain't going to be nothing for free. Now, I kind of laughed at it, but it really, it, <laughs> it does make sense. But this, every black mother that I've date, uh, got involved with this daughter had that kind of issue. And my wife, my mother-in-law is no exception. And um, it's just a lot of dumb stuff, you know, foolery, buffoonery. You know, here I am, like I said, I haven't done nothing to you. You know, I love your daughter. I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't beating her, I ain't, I ain't choking her shit out of her, I ain't doing nothing that book. I'm, you know, what? But it's because that I'm not that type of dude that can take care of you and daughter. I'm going to F up you too. For my daughter won't be happy. I say it again. I'm going to fuck up you and my daughter so y'all can't be happy either. Now, it ain't going to get out like that. And this is the thing that's been going. This is the thing really with. Dealing with can you stay with your family Because this type of mentality Runs deep You get involved with a sister man You love her You think of this You meet the family Yada 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 Here come the bullshit right behind it The suppressive harmful treatment Here come the shit And you be like Damn I don't have to deal with this shit And again Yeah you gotta deal with it again and then it goes on and on. You try to persuade these bastards, and they still keep doing the same damn thing. Uh, oh, uh, you gotta take to it and di- uh, t- t- shut up with your illiterate ass. And that's the thing that, as I said, the the story or this topic is: Can you stay with your family? And no. You know, I had to excommunicate these motherfuckers. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> just just I just can't be bothered with them. It's bad enough growing up. In my family, and I had to deal with this shit. Now, only to marry into the same bullcrap. Now, my wife and I—we again—we had to iron out some differences. Now, she—you know—she had to come. It took us some time. She came around, cause we was—you know—we was on that verge of getting that divorce. Cause I really didn't say fuck it. I'll just leave. I don't have time for that. But my wife saw like the the errors of the ways. Like you know what? I I see that, and I said, yeah, you need to see that because I'm not doing nothing to these damn people. They, every time you turn around they fucking over us Or they putting us back Or they doing something to us You keep sweeping in the rug Forgive and forget I uh, fuck that Let their ass fall the next time Be done with it Cut their ass off Don't say nothing They, they, they hard headed anyway Let their ass drive itself into the ground So what We gotta live for our two kids Our son and our daughter Fuck them They doing whatever they wanna do it's obviously they don't give a damn about the kids because they're like, hell, they don't want to see the next generation be bedded off. You know, and on that topic, I remember when my wife sat up here and said about David Banner and he had this thing about um, how people, how we as black people, how we leave things. And then at the end, we go back to ground zero, ain't nothing, no foundation. That's the same mentality that you have when you marry or you be part of the family of haters. It's like they don't want to see you shine, you know. They don't want you to. They don't want you to grow. And I'm gonna tell you, people. I mean, I spent a lot of years, man hours, and every damn thing. That stuff that I can't never get back. Dealing with these hard-headed ass bastards. They ain't no good. I mean, what I got now, I'm fighting tooth and nail to keep it. Call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't run your ass up in here because I got something for that ass. I'm going to put that hot fire to that ass. Seriously, I'm going to put that hot fire to you. And so I look at it from this point of view like I don't have time to deal with these people. Now my wife, again, be talking that nonsense. And everyone goes through my wife because my wife is the nice point. Don't get me wrong, I'm nice. I just ain't no fool. You know, I've been around too many times. I've seen too much shit to let shit go on, you know, go past its expiration date of, okay, you need to put this shit outside. Now it's done. I've allowed a lot of foolish people, you know, a lot of people who I love dearly, love them to my 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 heart content, but they never love me back. And this is the thing, the mindset of a lot of people in the black community. People always talk about black love, black this, black that. But when it comes to time to put up, to activate that black love, that black power, shit goes on. Un- it just like effort. It. it. just expires. And people don't see it from, for what it is. They just like they keep doing the same bull crap over and over and over again they keep doing the same thing and they don't care you know at one point in time in my life i stopped caring for a minute i absolutely stopped caring for at least a couple of years i'm gonna tell you that's a cold 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 thing to stop caring just just shut down to stop caring And it was a good thing, but it was also a bad thing. The good thing about it, that the great I am came in. He purged all the foolishness out of me. Got that jump right on up out of there. Opened my eyes. Took away a lot of blame that I was carrying. Telling me, my son, my son, why are you carrying this blame? And I thought it was a badge of honor to carry other people's bullcrap. But God was telling me no. He said, No, son, it's not that's not a badge But that's a badge of a fool. Like you carrying bags and the uh, and all that of a fool. Put it down. That's not your place. So when I went through that little time period in my life where I had to shut myself up with the Lord, he rebooted me and gave me my emotions back. Like a computer just saying, We're gonna redo this again. But this time, we're not going to let you get ran over like a fool. you can going to be better than this. And so when I see the black community for what it is now, I'm not like I was in my early days trying to gather up everybody. Hey, hey, come on, let's do this. I'm watching these fools kill themselves. And not just killing themselves with guns and knives. They're killing themselves spiritually, emotionally they doing that on a day to day basis They're hating on people Because somebody got a little bit more than them So they say you know what F that nigga I'm going to go ahead and Just tear his shit up And be leave him, on, leave him for scrap On the side Take his shit For real that, That's the mentality I was telling my wife about Black supremacy Small B Small S people Now you got all these coons running around, got coons in your family that will sit up there and sell your ass out day and night because they do not want you to be what you're destined to be. And that destiny is only determined between you and the great I am, whatever your walk and your path is with him. But a lot of fools want to keep you at the bottom. They don't want you to be happy. They don't want you to have nothing. They just want you to just stay there. Consistently miserable With them But I refuse to do that shit anymore I refuse to be somebody's doormat And for years I've been I've sitting on the sideline I've watched and listened To people on YouTube Talk about issues like this And I'm like yeah And I got me mad I, You know and that's the reason why I started The Real Talk With Mr. Q the War Machine because these are real issues that we're dealing with And the only way you can deal with them is to be honest People like, look, put their asses out You're going to roll solo, people A wise man told me a, a man, a principal Is not always going to have friends If you're going to live with principles and morals Or you're going to live with lead of, of leadership skills Or some type of something of value You are not going to have a lot of friends You're going to have silence you're going to have emptiness to a point But be, but rest assured You have your integrity Because a lot of them clowns Is out there that making noise As one of my school teachers used to tell me Empty wagons make a lot of noise They're making a lot of noise For nothing because they're empty They want to be seen So as I said again Can we live in, in a black community Can we live among our family The answer is no because everybody is not for everyone. Everyone's not like for me. I'm a I'm a type of guy, I'm not it don't take I'm not jealous of another man's wealth. Long as he know how to respect me. But we don't have the decency to do that, to respect people on their level. First thing the nigga get a car, <laughs> hey, that's right, my butt got me a new car. Shit, that's right. Mm-hmm, that's it, that shit got that love in it. You you heard them mugs bragging. Or you hit a woman, girl I got them red bottoms on. Shoo, set me back. You can't afford nothing like that. You you heard similar crap like that. And again, ain't got nothing against people having things. Hell I like things. <sighs> but that is more to it. It's a storm coming, people. If it ain't already here yet. And it's war on the horizon. And people don't understand that. Start talking. They go, oh, man, you talking that conspiracy shit. A white man, white prison. That, 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 that. Nope. I'm telling you this because it's here. It's time. It's time to either man up, woman up, war up. Or get turned into road sider. Roadkill. Field debris. And that's just best that is just it. It's time for us to restore our communities. Restore the family. Restore friendships. If we can. It's time. It's really time for that. Stop all this bull crap that's out here. I said I was going to tell you, sir, about my neighbors. And I'm going to go ahead and go going into that story right now. This is also about, can we live with family? Now, my wife and I, we stay in this, I can say it's an average neighborhood, whatever the hell. There's only three families, three black families in this white neighborhood. We call it white because the reason why it's white because it's three and it's probably eight white families on this street. So it's majority white, right? But it's mixed neighborhoods around, so but this majority neighborhood is white. All right. My wife and I, we move in with our kids, and we have our neighbors, right? Which I say who are black. But our neighbors don't say anything to us. But they run to the white people. And I see this all the time. At first, my wife was sitting here, she's saying, You're crazy you just making it up in your mind. I said, no, 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 no. This shit is real. These mugs are running to these crackers every time we got Now, I be out there shoveling snow or whatever, cutting the grass. Mugs look at me. I look at them. But as soon as some crackers come around, these mugs get put on their spit shine shoes, and they best Sunday best, and they start singing like Dixie, talking to these fools. And I looked at this shit. I said, what the, f- what the hell? Why? Why y'all don't talk to me? What's wrong with me? Now, they'll talk to one another, but through the kids, but that's about it. And the reason why I say that, I looked at it because of a subject on YouTube. It was it was a, one of my subscribers, channels I subscribed to was talking about how black people who live in Different neighborhoods Especially the dominant white They If it's black people in there They don't talk to each other They talk to the white people And this is true And I see this With my natural eyes This is happening And I be like Man this is some bull So And One day I had reached out to The neighbor Down the street Who was the husband He walked up the street and said hey my man How you doing Dude walked past me Like I was nobody Like I didn't even exist Second time he came up I ignored his ass. He looked at me because like, oh, no, no, hello, no. F you, nigga. We too can play that game. But the cracker next to him, he right there, Gippy yappy. Yeah, man, I did this. Well, you know, I just got this new job and we just bought this new car. And I'm I'm sitting here looking to this thing like this nigga telling hey, yep, that's right. You know how it is, Dave. <laughs> the other family on the other end, black, Love white people day in day out, and I think they selling drugs, cause how many white folks coming? I mean, coming in out of your house unless you either cooking or you selling dope. And I think it's the lesser dope, but anyhow, they got white folks coming in there. Oh, white folks kids and all this, all this old book, Kumbaya and shit. I'm sitting here listening to this stuff, but as I'm watching this in here and Where me and my wife stayed, we in Toledo, Ohio So my wife said that's normal But out of all the stuff that goes on In this country Where people are getting killed Black people You would think black people would have common sense You know what, I'm not going to mess with these white people right now like this I'm just going to go over here and sit down And just be cool Nah, I'm going to go ahead and lay up with Becky and Hank And I'm going to get all what I can So what, they choke the shit out of me So what, they, they hang me so what? Did they kill a black person? Hey, you know what? So what? They killed my black uncle. I didn't like that nigga anyway. He owed me money. Now, that type of attitude got me into the mindset. If you ever seen Superfly, you remember that part when he and his friend, his 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 main man was talking and Superfly was saying, you know what? I want out. And the dude said, you know, man, why you want to give up all of this? Man, we live in like black princesses. And I said, man, and the supervisor came back and said, you know, man, they're using us. They're using us to push this poison in our communities. He said, man, I'm tired of killing our community. I want out. And what did the dude say? He said, let them use me, brother. I want to live like a black prince. That is the mindset of a lot of brothers, who, who people who we call brothers and sisters here. They want to be used. They want to get turned into crash dummies. They want to be turned into cannon can fire. They want to be on uh, field debris. They don't care. Just long as they keep having access to what they think as Americana or capitalism, whatever the hell you want to call it, they don't care. You know, it, it reminds me of the scriptures when it said A thousand could die at my right hand tens of thousand can die at my left hand But nothing come near me It got me thinking like this When you think about people Just, now we're, that scripture And I did it, like I said, this ain't a religious station So don't get twisted But that scripture was meant to bring encouragement in battle. But you think of just deal with me. You know, take a little time, be with me, people. You know, listen to what it says. A hundred can die at my right, tens of thousands at my left, but no harm could come near me. Now take the mindset of the modern black man and woman family today. That scripture. Was supposed to be encouragement, but it's t- turn it and flip it to a point. A hundred niggas can die at my right hand. Hell, a thousand niggas can die at my left. Just as long as I keep having my access to my, to my capitalism, my money, I'm blessed. Now, don't that sound like? Just think about. it. I know that's kind of you know it's out there, and it might it might go over a couple people' head, but yeah, kind of think about it. Really do, kind of think about it, because that's how we in the black community think. It's a shame to turn on TV and you see a lot of black men dying, black women dying, but there's no outrage. Hey, and I've heard this personally. It haven't affected me yet. And I, I mean, that right there hits me like I can't be waiting for this shit to hit me. I need to prepare for it because it's coming. Oh, you on that jump, man. Ain't nothing coming up in here. Shit, man, we we living it up. OK, fool. It's finna come. Matter of fact, it's already here. And that right there got me to thinking like, you know what? I don't know why we can't pull together as a black community. They're killing us on TV. This ain't, this not a movie. This ain't no blockbuster movie or something in, in the Cinemax. This is actually black men getting killed and black women getting killed. Black babies getting killed. And if you ain't ever heard the story about that white nurse or... Those nurses messing with black babies in the hospital. Where's the outrage of that? You no know, people calling the cops on us, but we still sitting here trying to be peaceful, loving people. Man, give me a break. I'm peace long as you don't put your hands on me. But the moment you put your hands, oh man, it's all bets are off. It's it's it's, it's time. It's been time overdue but a lot of us don't want to do it and a lot of us we are scared like I said, I'm, like I said me my my show name alone the war machine I'm not looking for war but I'm not going to run away from it because it's here we already all of us as black people regardless if we like it or not we already enlisted in this war is up and we need to we need to Get prepared for it Stop trying to vote our way in Stop trying to sing our way in Stop trying to sex our way in The war is on And we the hunted And even though You could keep saying it to yourself Hey man it haven't happened to me yet You know what Growing up in Atlanta That's my hometown And that's Faggotville USA When the, I was back home a lot of my friends were into illicit practices and enterprises. And a lot of them didn't make it. And one of my friends particularly used to tell me, he said, you know, Q man, ain't nothing gonna happen to me yet. Baby, I'm untouchable. Sadly say that something did get him. And it hurted me real bad because he had—he was basically one of the, my best of friends. But he didn't see the danger coming. Hell, I think, to be honest, he knew the danger was there. He just figured, if I keep telling myself long enough, hey, man, it ain't going to happen to me, that it won't happen. And sadly, to say that a lot of black people today, you're telling yourself the same thing. It's not going to happen to me But you're going to be the main one It happens to Or someone who you know Watch and see You can keep lying to yourself Keep saying oh man You own this stuff here But It's going to come Another note I was listening to this dude And he was saying Why would you want to join All these black organizations Good question He said if it's a hundred people in there Why is it that a hundred people Cannot get together Use their minds To rejuvenate Or revitalize the community By giving people jobs And opportunity I said that's a damn good question You know I used to be Part of several organizations But you know they didn't do crap for me They took my money (laughs) But they didn't do anything and that's all it is. Is about they want money. And don't get me wrong, people. Hey, you got to get paid. Hell, I got to get paid for this podcast. Don't think, I don't want you to pay for this podcast because it's information. But what is it that you're getting out of it? No. What are you getting out of these organizations? What are you getting out of this podcast? I'm sharing a story, my opinion. I'm sharing news. I want to help you. I still, again, as you, if you listen to the beginning of this thing, God himself rebooted me. I still believe that there's a handful of those brothers and sisters out here who need people like me. That we may not be in the same city, same state, hell, may not be in the same damn country. Who who knows? Cuz there's a lot of black Americans overseas going through a lot of shit too, and they they just ain't gonna say it. This is just like a, a radio War radio correspondent to a point of, Or uh, you can make just like uh, This is a place where you can come and say You know what I can relate to that What did you do about it And as I said about at the top of the story Of this podcast What did I do about my family I put their asses out Quickly Now my wife would say she would tell you the same thing I don't play that I cut you off straight off You're gone You're dead. You're the walking dead to me you don't exist to me, and I don't exist to you. And the reason why, because I've seen where you have destroyed my ambitions or the things that i supposed to be doing. You sabotaged it in order for me to stay self-serving and my allegiance to you. Never mind about my happiness, but that just make sure that I make you happy. And again, that same mentality, not just running my family, but the whole black family, what we consider the black community. We got too many fools running around here talking for us. We got too many people sitting around here destroying bright minds, people who have ideas. But they've been bombarded, hammered by foolery and buffoonery, world star hip hop, all this garbage. This this whatever the hell you consider this rap shit, all this old bull crap We have b- allowed ourselves to be pounded, boom, 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 every single day. Some of us at the point we in, you know, they threw up the white flag. That's why they so quick to go into black supremacy, cooning and buffooning, winching, bed bucket, snitching agents, all that old crap. They they have signed up for it whether by force. Or willingly They have accepted it But the handful of us like myself Who figure like look F that shit We're going to have to just fight This is a fight we're going to have to just fight And it's going to have to be to the end Then again like I said I hope that you take stuff away from this podcast Real talk with Mr. Q the war machine I hope that it, it helps you understand Like look you don't have to deal with toxic people You don't have to deal with the toxic people in your community and if you can't And basically this is the same thing You can't love everybody in your community You can't love everybody in your family It's going to be some consequences And some people are going to have to get put out In order for things to be Revitalized And rebuilt We can't have the same niggas there Coming back in Doing the same garbage Because they're going to come back in As long as you keep Turning it over cheap Loving and forgiving And giving it uh-uh they're going to come right back in with that same crap. When you put your foot down. And you start saying, nah, nigga, you got to go. And you call them that. You are a nigga. You're not a black person. You are a low-down, nigga. Put their ass out. Leave them out. And they call you, I'm sick. So what? I'm in the hospital. So what? This is the price you have to pay for your foolery. Now, again, when I grew up, I'm telling you, I did some silly things and everything. I got my ass whooped. I got my ass cold. I paid that price. No one was leaning on my ass. Now, you had those people, as I said about my cousin, you have folks who have favoritism. And that's one thing that we as black people, we we have, we have grown and morphed this thing of favoritism over foolery. And we allow fools a pass, but the people who, can change and turn the tide and turn things around. We ostracize them. We punish them greatly, with great severity. We put that foot to that head. You ain't doing nothing. But T Bone and Larry, who just got out of jail and hell, they going back to prison next month. We gonna love them. We gonna hell. We gonna have a party for their ass. Hell, we even gonna get a damn GoFundMe to help their ass when they in prison. Well, hey, I'm starting up a business. Can you help me? <laughs> help you, nigga. You know it to be true. If I'm lying, somebody email me and tell me otherwise. Leave a comment Uh, in the comment box underneath this podcast. I read and I respond. You know it to be true. Hey, you had a couple of ideas with people. And folks that sit up there and say, I ain't helping your ass. But your sorry-ass sister, brother, cousin... Yeah, even your two-bit-ass dad, somebody helped ass. Every time you turn around, they got a new car, they got new clothes. Hey, they go to school, don't know shit, but hey, they graduate, it doesn't matter. You, the, the list goes on and on. Or on the other end, we pick people who come in there and who got the gift of gab, or they know that what that was that book called, 48 48 48. Um, To handle that 48 rules of knowledge Or something like that Don't hold me to it I know I pronounced it wrong But you know that book And they try that crap Try to do that damn Jedi Voodoo bull crap Or some book And you be like Man get out of here With that crap Someone was saying that this And I believe that Only people who are weak minded Have to use that To manipulate people Wise people don't And see right through That crap That garbage Take that shit back to prison Put it on the shelf Where you got it from But anyway, I just had to come down here and just talk about this issue. um, About can we love our community? Can we love our family? Both separate as individual, our individual family and our family as a whole. Can we love them? And as I said again, the honest answer is no. You can't love someone who's unlovable. I don't care how much you pray. Hell, I don't care how much you lay hands on and throw holy water or look, it is not gonna work for you. You're gonna that is a battle you're gonna lose. And you can when you look up and you sit back and look at all the time and energy and and effort you took with these morons. You're like, damn it, what the hell I had to deal with these fools for? I'm the fool, exactly. So this this podcast is for the wise men and women who sit there and feel like. They have went through the meat grinding and they keep saying, well, I love, I keep doing good. Why is this happening? Stop allowing bad things to happen to you. Put the niggas out. You see them mugs, put them out. Don't let them in your house. You see what's going on, get mad about what you see out there in the community. When you see another black man, a brother, a child getting oppressed by the oppressors, don't sit there and tell yourself it haven't happened to you yet. Don't be that ignorant. Don't be that naive. Because it's gonna come to your front door one day, and how you gonna handle it? I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, master I did everything you wanted for me to do. Man, I even suck your, I master. Please don't do this to me. Are you gonna be that type of person? Or are you gonna sit up here and say, you know what? This shit. Somebody, you know, the war machine said this shit was gonna happen. So I need to have my stuff. Yep, these niggas thought I was, was, caught me sleeping. (laughs) Hmm, now they finna catch, they finna catch the golden BB. So with that, I'm finna end this show, people. Thank you for tuning in for Real Talk with your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Until next time, y'all be safe out there. Peace out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.